We're talking with Paulie Hanneray now. I was about to introduce you, Paulie, as... And I thought, gee, what do I introduce you as? I've got no idea now. I'll just try baller, Paulie Hanneray. That's probably the best thing to do. Tall Black's head coach. He's also the head coach of the Wellington Saints. He's now the assistant coach of Melbourne United. And, of course, a former breaker. The list goes on and on. You're a sucker for punishment, Paulie. What are you doing? Yeah. G'day, Darce. It's, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back on the saddle, I guess, after... You know, sort of planning for uh, a few months of obviously two tall black windows and getting ready for that. But um, yeah, life happens and things things happen. So I'm, I'm back on I'm back on the horse again. So give us the timeline. Was it just like a phone call out of the blue from Dean Vickerman going, uh, "Need an assistant coach. You want to roll?" Yeah, yeah. My first conversation with Dino was, um, you know, I was, I was sort of talking to him about their trip to the states and the NBA and you know how that went. And he's like, "Oh, anyway, the reason I wanted to call is." Wanted to see if you'd be interested in um, in being, you know, working with me as an assistant coach. And I said, oh man, that would be awesome. I think, you know, the timing works out really well after the World Cup next year. You know, I haven't really got much on, so to come in and be then, you know, that would, that would be great. And he says, uh, no, no, for, for this year. And I was like, oh, right. You mean the season has just started? He said, yeah. So it literally came out of nowhere. It's happened um, in the space of probably less than a week. So. Um, yeah, we'll win a couple of, couple of days. Right. What are your what are your considerations? I'm presuming there's there's a number of them. One of them is the the, the national side and what New Zealand basketball think about that. Uh, how you work that in with that. Like your family's got to be a good one. Where you're going to be actually positioned. There's a, there's a lot to consider. Yeah. Yeah. First, uh, I mean, my wife was there when I, when I took the call and she you know ears sort of pricked up and looked over at me and gave me a a wry smile because she knew something was up and you know talked to her obviously and then. Um, spoke with uh, Lena King and Ian Potter at Basketball New Zealand. They've been you know, tremendous support um, you know, for me and of me for my role in the Tall Blacks and encouraging me to, to continue to look for other work. Um, and uh, you know, once I got the blessing from uh, from the wife and the other one as well, you know, I really wanted to call Nick Mills and, and the Saints. And um, whilst the, the timing still works for me to come home um, after the the NBL season and and uh, and coach. Um, in, in the New Zealand League, obviously, you know I'm not going to be on the ground, um, you know, right, right, you know, a month out from the season. So, you know, I wanted to check with them, and they've been extremely supportive of me, um, you know, and sort of taking me on board, and um, and they wanted me to stay on. So, you know, really, really grateful for for the support network that I have around me. The logistics. This is what I'm struggling with, and you probably are as well. You're going to spend a lot of time flying. I'm, I'm presuming, what the final stay here. You go over to Melbourne and then come back to coach the national side. Or what's the? How does that work? Yeah, so I'm going to be. Um, I mean, that was my first uh, um, sort of comment to Dino. I said, "Look, I can't do it if you expect me not to coach the Tall Blacks. That's my number one priority right now in terms of what I'm doing professionally." Uh, and he was fully supportive of that, and the club's been great with that. So, you know, when, as soon as the window hits, I'll be um, back in the Tall Blacks mode and um, heading there. And then, um, thankfully, the. Uh, the games are in New Zealand, so I'll be able to catch up with the Fano. Then um, going to catch up with them during the window, and then obviously over the, the school holidays, I'll let my daughter finish school, um, the school year out here, and then um, pretty quickly get them on a plane and get them over to Melbourne. So, as far as the the mechanics of it, and, and you mentioned your dedication to your Tall Blacks role, Paulie Hanato is our guest. This will be helpful in that, I'm presuming, because you're doing day-to-day basketball. You're involved in the grind, as they describe it. So it's not going to take away, or are there going to be areas where maybe it might detract slightly from both roles because you've got to manage them both? Well, I think, um, again, I think 
with me going in uh, as an assistant coach is a little bit different to what I've done, obviously, the last couple of years as head coach of the Breakers. It's, uh, you have a lot more, I mean, you have responsibilities as an assistant coach, but they're quite, you know, they're, they're, they're clear lines. Um, it's pretty black and white when you're an assistant coach. You have your job to do, a couple of jobs to do for your team and for your head coach, and, and that's that. You don't carry the, the, the responsibility of the whole club, if you know what I mean. So from, from that regards, I'm still able to, you know, concentrate on, on, on the other things that I'm doing. And uh, at the same time, I feel uh, I've had experience in juggling roles and I feel like I can, I can fulfil this one uh, well. Obviously, one of the, the, the key questions out of this is how you're going to approach tackling the Breakers, a team that have actually hung your name in their gym. Uh, <laughs> you're a pretty cut and dry kind of guy. I suppose you can push that emotion to one side. I suppose you have to, don't you? Yeah, I think you know the one thing about professional sports um, these days, and it has been for a while, You know, I came across it when I was playing in the New Zealand League, you know, change around teams, you play against old clubs or... You know, when you're playing alongside teammates and next minute they're playing for someone else. Same when you're coaching, when you change roles. So we've, I've had experience at that. So so when that time comes around, I don't think it would be a big issue at all. What have you made of what the Breakers have put down so far this year? Only a couple of games uh, into the season, playing these very early days yet. You would have been having a wee peak, I presume? Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the first um, you know round or the first day or two of competition, I was just really just sort of watching and keeping an eye on the Tall Blacks boys and watching that. But then as soon as um, Dino calls me up, I sort of switch my focus and, you know, start sort of, you know, watching United a little bit closer and, 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 and what we're doing and, you know, how I can come in and, and help and impact that team. So, um, yeah, just looking quite broadly um, at, after this first round, to be honest. Yeah, and you've got a couple of uh, Kiwi connections over there in the playing squad as well, haven't you? Yeah, Alex Pledger's over there and obviously had a, you know, he's had a really good start to the season, had a good hit out against the Breakers the other day, and uh, Tohi Smith-Milner is, is there and looks to be having uh, a little bit more playing time responsibilities um, than what he's had in the past with this team. So and then obviously the, the connection with Dino, um, uh, we, you know, we, go, we go way back. It's really wonderful to see that the Breakers have been around as a successful club for quite some time. How those those fingers have reached right across the league. When you look to Brisbane, for example, as well, you look right across the league. There's all those New Zealand connections. We're really integral in this league now, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. And I think with the league being so small, you know, only eight teams, and you know, there's a saturation of um, you know really talented players and and really really good coaches out there. Um, you know, it's only a matter of time before. Um, you know, you sort of get that crossover, um, which is what you're starting to see. Right, so I'm presuming you're off to Melbourne, what, today, tomorrow? You, you're leaving? You're packing up your troubles? You're gone? Yeah, yeah, on the way to the airport now. So, right. um, yeah, they had a tough <laughs> goodbye with the with the family uh, just after lunch and um, making my way to the airport and, and fly out tonight and then uh, hit the practice floor with Melbourne tomorrow morning. And send my regards to all the boys, especially uh, Dean Vickerman and, and the Pledge Hammer. And then one, one last thing, when are you back uh, in your capacity or role as the Tall Blacks head coach? When's the next window? What, what dates? Yeah, we've, we've got um, the next window uh, at the end of November. Uh, we play Jordan and Christchurch. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me the date. I think it's about November 29th. Uh, we play Jordan, and then we head to Wellington and play Syria, I believe about the 2nd of December, 1st or 2nd of December. So it's a, it's a big window for us because, although I haven't, no one's confirmed for me, I haven't got my calculator out yet, if we can get two wins in this window, um, I'm pretty sure that'll lock in our um, qualification to the World Cup. Gee, only a bit of trans-Tasman travel for you. That'll be a walk in the park compared to what you put up with the national side recently. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey Paul, travel safe. Thanks very much for taking your call. I can't wish you the best of luck with Melbourne United because I'm a Breakers fan, but you know, good luck anyway, if you know what I mean. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it, Darth, always.